0: Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay, where we talk about international football three times a week Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Of course, we weren't on Wednesday and Friday of this past week because of the Thanksgiving holiday here in the United States. We have lots to catch up on, a lot of things going on. We had three coaches lose their job in Europe from Thanksgiving until today. So we'll go over that. We've also got Champions League, Europa League and plus league action in and around Europe in the different countries. But the first thing we want to start off with today is unfortunately a subject that has come up all too frequently lately and now it's becoming an epidemic. It is called racism in football. The Serie A teams, there's 20 of them in Serie A in Italy. They have issued a statement jointly saying that racism has not been dealt with severely enough. The problem came to light, you'll remember, as um, Mario Balotelli uh, was targeted as Brescia, his team, was playing at Verona. Now, in Verona, the fans started making racial slurs toward Balotelli, and he actually walked off the field, causing a delay in the game. The fans were uh, fingered out uh, by other fans, and then uh, action was taken to ban those people from the stadium. Um, Verona was also given a one-game ban in one half of the stadium that they weren't allowed to open it. And so that has been the punishment there. But let's look at the things from a broader perspective, folks. This is not being handled correctly in Italy. Romelu Lukaku, you know him. He used to play for Manchester United. Now he's playing for Inter Milan and doing a great job. He's a very pivotal player now for Inter Milan, and he's helping them keep right on the heels of Juventus in that Serie A standings. Lukaku has been the subject of several racial slurs during his games as a matter of fact during one game he was lining up a penalty kick and behind the goal it was clearly seen that people were making gestures of a monkey toward him he went ahead and made the penalty kick but they continued with the gestures this is totally unacceptable and apparently in Italy it is being accepted as well it's part of the deal that shouldn't be it in Italy this should be taken care of and the Italians are not doing enough Hopefully, Serie A will lean on the Italian Feder- uh, Football Federation and tell them this has got to stop now. And what's going to happen is they've got to put out some really stiff punishments toward these people. This is not going to go away overnight if you just ignore it. The Italians have ignored it, and look what's happened. It's gotten out of control. So at this point, the Italian Football Federation is on the hot seat. They need to step forward and do something. And if they don't, then FIFA needs to step forward and do something to the Italian Football Federation. Lukaku, for example, is one of my favorite players in European football. This guy is amazing. If, he, if, if I was teaching a center forward how to play correctly, I would show them film of Romelu Lukaku when he played for Manchester United and when he plays now for Inter Milan. He works hard. He sets up other players. He's the first one to congratulate them on a goal. He's an amazing player. As I mentioned at the top of the broadcast, we now have three coaches who are out of jobs in European leagues. The first one, a very uh, noted one, is Ante Kovic. Now, he is a Berlin native, and he was the coach of Hertha Berlin up until about two days ago. Ante Kovic was trying to struggle with a Berlin team that just wasn't doing much at all. Hertha Berlin, down in the uh, one point away from relegation, actually in the Bundesliga, which is a place they've never been before, and so they need to get their act together. So they told Kovic to find the door and leave, and they brought in Jurgen Klinsmann. Those of you in America who know about the U.S. men's national soccer team are familiar with Jurgen Klinsmann. He uh, coached the U.S. national team for several years, went back to California, looked like he was just going to stay there and kind of disappear out of sight. Well, apparently Berlin uh, waved some money right in front of him, and he has now left the climbs of Southern California where the sun is always out. And has come to Berlin to deal with the winter weather. So Jurgen Klinsmann is now in at Hertha Berlin. He unfortunately had a rather bad debut, and you'll hear the score in a few minutes. But um, currently, Hertha Berlin down in the 15th place in the German Bundesliga. Uh, Unai Emery is out at Arsenal. He, uh, for some reason, just did not see eye to eye with, with some of the players and with uh, personnel. And so he has been bounced. And so they brought in a rather popular guy who used to play for Arsenal, Freddy Jungberg, who is a popular international Swede. Uh, He played there from 1998 to 2007. As a matter of fact, he was on that Arsenal team in 2003 that went the whole season without a loss. Uh, His first words out of his mouth after he was uh, given the interim caretaker manager position was, I'm not going to smash things up. I guess that's encouraging, isn't it? Anyway, Arsenal kind of sits in the middle of the table right now in the EPL, and hopefully they can uh, move their way up. And then the third guy to get sacked in the EPL, and this is his second time to get sacked by the same team, is Kike Flores. He's over at Watford, and this is the second time with the Hornets, but he only lasted 10 games. That's right. He was in there for 10 games. He only got one win, and so he has been shown the door. He coached uh, Watford back in the 2015-2016 season. And uh, that's just part of the problem at Watford. Since December of 2013, this team has had nine coaches. And, of course, Kiki Flores is twice. So Kiki Flores out at Watford, no um, interim caretaker has been appointed at this time. So that was the situation with the coaches in and around the leagues of Europe. Uh, We now have Jurgen Klinsmann at Hertha Berlin, Unai Emery out at Arsenal, and Freddie Jungberg is in there at Arsenal. And then Kiki Flores is gone at Watford in the EPL. The other leader of the Scottish Premier League, Celtic, was home to Rennes from France. Celtic won 3-1. Roma traveled to Istanbul and shut out Istanbul 3-0. It was Gladbach, the leader of the Bundesliga, shutting out Wolfsburg, 1-0 at Wolfsburg. CFR Cluj traveled to Lazio. Lazio took care of them 1-0. Arsenal was home to Eintracht Frankfurt. Eintracht Frankfurt stole a game there, winning 2-1. And Sevilla at home, shut out Karabag, 2-0. But again, Astana of Kazakhstan playing at home, defeated Man United 2-1 in Kazakhstan. Then on Friday, league action returned around uh, around Europe. In La Liga, we had Celta de Vigo and Real Valladolid tying at 0-0. And then on Saturday, it was Deportiva Alaves hosting Real Madrid. Real Madrid coming away with a 2-1 win. Real Sociedad 4, Ibar 1. Real Betis traveled to Mallorca and and, uh, came away with a win, 2-1. Valencia. Got the best of Villarreal at Valencia, 2-1. Then on Sunday in La Liga, Sevilla defeated Leganes 1-0 at Sevilla. It was Athletic Club 2, Granada 0. Español at home, lost to Osasuna. High-scoring game, 4-2. Getafe at home in Madrid, shut out Levante 4-0. And Atletico Madrid at home, lost to Barcelona 1-0 on Sunday. Taking a look now at the uh, Bundesliga, beginning on Friday, Schalke hosted Union Berlin at Schalke, and it looks like Union Berlin is the kind of team that plays well at home and then gets on the road and has problems. Schalke got the best of Union Berlin 2-1 at Schalke. Then on Saturday in the Bundesliga, On Sunday in Ligue 1, it was Nance hosting Toulouse and Nance coming away with a 2-1 win. It was Rennes hosting Saint-Étienne and Saint-Étienne came up short 2-1. The classic between Monaco and PSG was postponed. Scottish League had some action over the weekend. On Saturday, it was Aberdeen hosting saint Mirren, winning 2-1. Hibernian tied Kilmarnock 2-2. Livingston and Hamilton went 0-0 at Livingston. Motherwell had no problem with visiting St. Johnstone, Motherwell 4, St. Johnstone 0. Then on Sunday, the two league leaders were in, uh, in action with Ross County hosting Celtic. Not a good day for Ross County as Celtic won 4-1. Of course, Ross County plays up there in the Highlands in Dingwall, just north of Inverness. So I'm sure the temperature was rather cold up there. But Celtic came away with no problem with a 4-1 win. Rangers was at home to Hearts. Rangers had no problem with Hearts whatsoever, winning by the score of 5-0. Serie A action on Saturday saw Atalante beating Brescia 3-0. Then Torino went to Genoa and won 1-0. It was Lecce shutting out Fiorentina 1-0 at Fiorentina. Serie A action on Sunday saw Juventus and Sassuolo tying 2-2. Sassuolo was winning that game 2-1 until about the 88th minute when they committed a penalty in the penalty box and Juventus was able to convert. But before then, Juventus was on the ropes and looked like they could have been losing at home to Sassuolo, which of course would have been a very big embarrassment. But again, Juventus salvages a point at home, tying 2-2. Inter was able to get over SPAL by a score of 2-1 at home. Lazio shut out Udinese 3-0 at home. It was Milan one Parma nothing at Parma. Bologna took the game from Napoli in Napoli 2-1 and Verona at home hosting Roma, Roma coming away with a 3-1 win. Now taking a look at the uh, standings of the different leagues around Uh, the Bundesliga, Mönchengladbach is still at 28 points, and they're still in first place, but not by much. It was Leipzig and Mönchengladbach having a little uh, back-and-forth type during the week to see who was going to occupy first place. Leipzig is in second place at 27 in the Bundesliga, South African Ranger continue tied atop the Scottish League, and they're far ahead of third-place Motherwell. City A shows Juventus and Inter still uh, battling it out. Juventus one point ahead of Inter at this point on top City A. In the EPL, Liverpool's at 40 points, and then Man City is at 29, so an 11-point spread there. Liverpool having an unbelievable year under Jurgen Klopp once again. In La Liga, down in Spain, Real Madrid is at 31 points, Sevilla at 30 and Barcelona at 28. League 1 shows PSG at 33 points with Marseille at 28. So PSG five points clear of Marseille in that league. Time to take a look now at the uh, standings of the Champions League and Europa League teams. We gave you those uh, scores a little bit earlier. So now let's take a look at how the teams sit in their different groups. In Champions League, Group A shows PSG at 13 points with Real Madrid second at 8 and then Club Bruges at three points. So PSG and Real Madrid will probably come out of Group A with no problem there. In Group B, it's Bayern Munich with 15, then Tottenham Hotspur with 10. Red Star and Olympiakos are far behind, so Bayern and Tot- Tottenham Hotspur are going to come out of Group B. Group C, Man City's at 11 points, Shakhtar Donetsk at six, Dynamo Zagreb at five. So chances are uh, Shakhtar Donetsk may uh, come out there in that second position Out of Group C, Man City uh, winning the group for sure. Group D, Juventus at 13 points. Then we've got an interesting matchup between Atletico Madrid and Locomotive Moscow coming up on December the 11th. That could determine which uh, team, either Atletico Madrid or Bayer Leverkusen, comes out of Group D in that second position. In Group E, we've got Liverpool leading with 10 points, Napoli with 9, then Red Bull Salzburg at 7 Now, Liverpool and Red Bull play on uh, 12-10, December the 10th, that is. And uh, if Red Bull can pull off a win there and Napoli can somehow not uh, beat Genk, uh, maybe with a tie or something, then Red Bull could possibly jump over Napoli. But at this point, it looks like Liverpool and Napoli may be the ones coming out of Group E. In Group F, it's Barcelona with 11, Inter with 7, then Dortmund with 7. So we've got a a real dogfight there for second place in Group F. Barcelona with 11 points, so we'll see what happens with Inter and Dortmund on the 10th of December. Group G shows RB Leipzig at 10 points, and then Zenit at 7 with Lyon at 7. And on the 10th, uh, Leipzig and Lyon will play, so that will pretty much determine who the second team is to come out of Group G. Then in Group H, you got Ajax out of Holland at 10 points, with Chelsea in second place at 8, and Valencia in third place at 8. Ajax and Valencia are going to play on the 10th, That'll determine which team will come out with Ajax from Group H to go ahead in Champions League action. So basically, PSG, Bayern, Man City, Juventus, Liverpool, Barcelona, Leipzig, and Ajax are the front runners in all the groups in Champions League. That's quite a lineup of group soccer, or rather of club soccer. And uh, that will be interesting to see how those teams all come out uh, and figure up in the next draw to uh, determine who will be the Champions League winner for 2020. We told you about Europa League going on. There are many groups there, so we're going to kind of run over them as fast as possible. You'll recognize some of these names. Group A, Sevilla, 15 points, looking very strong. Apoel Nicosia from Cyprus is at second place with seven. In Group B, it's Copenhagen out of Denmark with nine points, and then Malmo out of Sweden with eight. Group C shows FC Basel, the uh, team out of Switzerland. They're with 10 points. With Hatafi in Madrid, Spain, they're at nine points. Group D, Sporting Lisbon's got 12 points. They're looking real strong this year. LASK is coming in at second place with 10. That's in Group D. PSV Eindhoven is at 7, right behind LASK. If Eindhoven gets another win, LASK can only get a tie, then Eindhoven could could jump them. Group E, Celtic with 13 points. CFR Cluj with 9 points. This is Group E, and Lazio with 6. So it looks like Celtic and CFR Clues are going to come out of that with no problem. Group F shows Arsenal with 10 points. Then Eintracht Frankfurt with 9. Standard Liege is at 7. It's possible that if Eintracht Frankfurt stumbles a little bit, Standard Liege could jump over them and come out with Arsenal in Group F. Group G shows Rangers from uh, Scotland with 8 points. Porto from uh, Portugal with 7. Young Boys from Switzerland at 7. So there's a tie there for second place in Group G. Espanyol, the other team in Barcelona, is leading Group H with 11 points. Nudo Goretz and Ferrancaros uh, are at 7 and 6, respectively, in Group H. Group I shows Ghent with 9 points. Wolfsburg with 8. That's pretty much that uh, in Group I. Saint-Étienne's behind them with 4. So Ghent and Wolfsburg will be coming out of Group I. Group J shows Moch and Gladbach from the Bundesliga at 8 points, with Roma right behind them at 8 points as well. Istanbul Bashir is at 7, so uh, there's a group uh, clog there at uh, the top of Group J. I see Gladbach and Roma coming out of there and eventually. And in Group K, Braga is at 11 points with Wolves at 10 out of England. Uh, they're the ones that are going to come out of Group K. Then in Group L, Manchester United with 10 points, AZ Alcanar with 9. Partizan is at 5, so Man U and AZ Alcanar are going to come out of Group L in the Europa League there, and they'll go into the next round. Thanks so much for tuning in to Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay. Lauren McClay is the technical producer of the show. John Dang does the sound production. And DC McClay adds uh, ideas and is also our think tank. Again, thanks for tuning in. Please don't let your life have too many yellow cards.